Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you improve not just your business, but your entire life. And today I want to talk with you about how to use anger for change and growth. And you may be thinking, anger for change and growth? I just flip over tables and drop a few F-bombs. No, 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 no. <laughs> today we're going to be learning how to use anger so that you can be able to move into not just what you want, but how you can do it in a positive and a motivating way. And you're going to get some really fabulous tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I am so glad that you are spending your time and you are hanging out with me today. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic fist bump. Boom! <laughs> Make sure you hit that follow subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way I can be able to pop into your ears and deliver some more goodness to you. And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much for being here. Make sure that you share this podcast with somebody else. That way we can be able to grow this podcast and be able to help each other learn how to communicate and negotiate with love because I definitely think there's not enough love in this world. And also, if you'd love to send me a voicemail message, check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee where you'll be able to send me a message. Please let me know in the beginning or the end of your message whether or not you want your message to be sent out to other people. Make sure you include your name and your hometown. All right. And also, if you'd love to get in contact with me, sign up to my free weekly mailing list where I drop tons of goodies and useful tools and resources. Or you would love to learn more about me, my story or my offerings. If you would like to work with me directly or whatever suit your fancy check out info.deniseglee.com slash connect. They'll be able to be directed to wherever you want to go and however you want to interact with me. And lastly, what I just want to say above all is that I am a life coach specializing in trauma and addiction. A lot of my work is focusing on how you can understand how you think so that you can do better. Oftentimes, a lot of the problems that we have in life is, are due to inaccurate thinking. And so my job is to help you to be able to work with your feelings, not run away with them, so that you can live happy and productive life, not just in your business, but with all your relationships, so that you can be able to negotiate with love. So before I kind of get into this conversation, I just have to say that emotions really aren't really understood, specifically anger. So I just want to kind of define the idea of emotions and then talk about feelings because a lot of people kind of confuse the two, but they're two different things. Emotions, first and foremost, are the non- thinking. They're, they're just gut reactions. It's just kind of hits you. Like for example, if you see something extremely disgusting, your your lips will start to curl and you, you'll just, you, or you, you might ball your hands into a fist. Or if you see something so beautiful and wonderful, your eyes might widen. Or you're smelling something delicious and you feel your your tongue is just starting to water. You know, those are just visceral completely impulsive reactions t- 
to things that are going around you in your environment, the things that stimulate your senses, your eyes, your 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 ears, your mouth, your the sm- your olfactory, your smelling, all that stuff, right? The problem happens when you just react to your emotions and not really allow yourself to develop them into feelings. So for example, let's say you're on the road and some guy cuts you off and you decide to go into road racing, get that mother effer on the road and, and zip and drawn and, and show them one of your five fingers on your hand or you're screaming or you're or just doing something. That's you allowing your emotions to take over where you're not caring about other people on the road. You're not caring about safety. You're not even caring about whether or not you have to go see your granddaughter or your 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 kid or go to a point it means you want to get even because your emotion says it's thirsty and hunger for revenge okay you see people were acting emotively when they feel uncomfortable and they decide to insult you or run away they go into fight or flight mode right or they go into fawn mode where they just pile on the compliments and you know they're totally insincere but they're just trying to avoid this discomfort feelings okay this is what happens when you're in a purely emotive state. You're not able to think logically as an adult, okay? I talk a lot about this in my course, Amazing Attitude. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below because for a lot of us, the reason why we get ourselves in such problems is because we let our emotive self take over. But we are going to learn to use our feelings and our feelings are basically a combination of the instantaneous visceral gut reactions combined with your thinking this is your cognitive skills this is your ability to rationalize now here's the thing i want to say this for a lot of us we have had a difficulty in being able to understand our environment for lots of reasons some of them is just societal conditioning, friends, family, the way we grew up, all sorts of stuff. I go in more detail and amazing attitude about how we can be able to understand how societal condition impacts the decisions and the way we interact with other people. But this, this thinking of another way, we all have screens in our house, right? Or apartment or wherever you dwell, right? So that if you decide to open up the window, you've got a screen in place that prevents the pollutants or bugs or whatever leaves or whatever stuff from piling into your house now imagine your house is your mind right and for a lot of us our screens got broken from damaging abusive neglectful relationships or perhaps we were in stressful situations or we've had some faulty messages from our family members whatever right those are the things that can cause our mental screen to be damaged and we and a whole bunch of stuff comes into our brains and causes us to not be able to think accurately and that's why it's so important when we're talking about this issue of anger we're not understanding that anger is a tapestry of so many different types of emotions. It's behind the anger could be frustration, disappointment, resentment, denial, betrayal, sadness, depression, on and on and on. Because anger basically says, I don't believe this is fair 
or this is right for whatever reason, okay? And as a result, we may have all these other sub-emotions that causes us to feel indignant or resentment or even denial. I can't believe that this is happening. I don't believe this is to be true. There's so many feelings about this anger, okay? And this whole point of the conversation that we're having, this I'm layering this foundation, is to say that if you don't understand why you're feeling emotive, right? You don't understand why there is causing this accumulative reaction that is your feelings. Your feelings are just a cumulative reaction to all those emotions that you have, you not able to recognize that can manifest into anxiety, insomnia, ulcers, right? All this stuff can cause you to not just have problems and growing and scaling your business, but being able to negotiate and communicate with your friends, your family, your lover, anything that you really want to manifest. I've seen so many people start, stop, start, stop, because they're not being able to understand and regulate their emotions so that they can be able to have healthy feelings around it. And I hope that as you're listening to what I'm saying, that this is a time where maybe some light bulbs are clicking in on, my goodness, I've been largely reactive, impulsive, rather than acting and being able to understand how, while these feelings are based on emotions that seem intense, I can actually dial down the intensity level so that I can be able to live and work and play functionally. And so in this time frame that we have with one another, I want to kind of explain this whole process of anger and how you can be able to use it healthily. Okay, because actually I love anger. Anger is definitely something that causes people to stand upright and cause change to happen. Nothing happens when we're feeling indifferent, dispassionate, or apathetic. In fact, things start to stagnate unless we don't feel this call to action. And that's what anger does for this and does for us. And I really am excited and explain a little bit more about anger. But first, I want to explain that anger is a gradient. Okay. When we think about anger, most people think about tires being slashed, tables being lifted up knives being thrown out, you know, all sorts of just dangerous, violent things. But anger is, I think of anger as a slow simmer in a pot. You know, think about when you're trying to boil water. You fill up the water part, you put it on the stove. Initially, before before you turn on the, start up the pilot for the gas or turn on the electric stove and start heating up the, the surface, the stove top, right? It's, the water's cold at first. And that's kind of as, what happens when we're initially exposed to something where we don't really have any emotions because nothing's going on. But as soon as the, the heat starts getting cranked up in terms of when you're feeling either hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, or perhaps you're feeling under pressure based on the culture of your work environment, or perhaps you're expected to do this because of fill in the blank influencing you, or perhaps you've grown accustomed to doing X, Y, and Z. So the heat's being risen up a little bit more. 
And then on top of it, you may not be feeling secure in yourself. Perhaps you're not feeling safe. Perhaps you're not being able to communicate your needs. So the heat's being raised up, right? And then the water's getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And then it's, it starts slowly simmering. The water's and you're, you're slowly simmering. And then you might feel uncomfortable, right? That slowly discomfort to then feeling uncomfortable, then, then feeling un, at ease. And then feeling as if you have to move and take action. That's that critical mass point of anger where you're moving from slight discomfort to bitterness, to resentment. You might feel disappointment to outright indignation. How dare this son of a gun say, do look at me this way. I'm going to get him or I'm going to run away or I'm going to fill in the blank. That's that point where we cannot take it anymore and we make a decision to either run, hide, freeze, flop, meaning literally pass out, don't do anything, or we fawn, we heap on tons of compliments. And why this is so essential to talk about this is because if you want to be able to grow That means you have to learn how to work through the discomfort and the pain without threatening to burn the bitch down or quitting your job or bowing out of commitment or whatever you're dealing with. For a lot of people, there's this misunderstanding that, well, I don't like anger at all. So therefore, I'm going to avoid the source or it as much as possible because I don't like the feelings of discomfort. But in order for you to grow emotionally and to deal with more different and better opportunities that requires some sort of grit, some sort of fortitude. And that only comes during the discomforting moments. You know, I think about when my son was learning how to, to read and write. There was moments of discomfort for both of us. I remember those first initial moments where even after like five minutes, my son would roll his eyes or he would start to doodle or I would just get upset because he wasn't writing certain things or mispronouncing certain things. And there was moments where we would quit easily and fast because it just didn't feel comfortable. But we decided to take lots of little breaks. We decided to be able to commit to certain amount of work before we started and we were just consistent with the routine and the frustration started to go down and the irritations on both of our parts started to go down because we decided to work through it and I'm, I want to ask you are you working through it or are you running away up and around it okay this is definitely for some of my my folks who are trying to scale their business where instead of working through it, they decide to stagnate and do nothing. Okay. My folks who are in relationships, romantic or platonic, instead of working through and communicating about what you feel uncomfortable, you go passive aggressive or you avoid it. That's not working through it. And if those issues aren't addressed, it turns into anger and nothing can be done with anger unless you make a decision that you want to learn who you are, what matters most to you, 
and why you want that change. Use this as a learning opportunity for you to understand perhaps you need to put on some big girl pants or big boy pants and learn that we can't feel comfort all the time. There is a wonderful book um, by Victor Frankl. He was a Holocaust survivor. He wrote this wonderful book called Man's Search for Meaning. This is a psychiatrist literally in the midst of a horrific situation where he's near starvation. He's working good grief, like 18, 20 hours a day. He is in substandard conditions and he still was allowing himself the hope for meaning. And that was through that process of suffering. Too many of us in our attempt to avoid feelings of anger and hurt and disappointment inadvertently give ourselves more anger and hurt and disappointing by accepting the fact that part of life includes frustration. But it's how you choose to process it is going to make the huge difference. You can ask, you can use that moment of anger to say, my goodness, this is time for me to refine my processes in terms of how I talk with my clients or my customers or my employees, my kids, my, my dad, my mom, my whoever. Or you can look at them as obstacles to what you want to obtain. Now, here's the thing. If you're viewing someone as an obstacle rather than an opportunity, enmity creates. In other words, what I'm trying to say is you're going to view them as an enemy. And what do you do with an enemy? You want to destroy them. And there is no ability for you to grow emotionally in your business, in your personal life, if you're viewing people as obstacles. And the way that you need to grow from that is to put your weapons of war down and start to think accurately. And I talk a lot about an amazing attitude about how to think accurately when you're facing stress, when you're feeling disappointment, when you're feeling frustrated, especially when you're dealing with anger. Because anger is that signal that you need to change how you view something or someone or perhaps yourself. I, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about this one particular instance. This was in the beginning of my professional career. And I was complaining to this. I complained a lot. That was just a common reframe that I did <laughs> back then. I remember just complaining to this one manager I had. Her name was Mary. And I was just complaining and complaining and complaining. And I remember she was looking at me, but she was not there. It was like she was tuning me out. And I just kept complaining. And at the and I think she just kind of cut the conversation short and I she excused me and I just felt like why she didn't want to listen to me. Now who the hell wants to listen to someone complain for at least twenty minutes straight? Just think about that. Who the hell wants to listen to somebody complain all day, every day? People are looking for solution-oriented people. And when you're feeling anger, that's you're a signal to yourself, okay? That there's something that needs to be activated and motivated and distributed and changed. That is your golden moment. That's your golden opportunity to dig deep into your inner reserves and ask yourself, how can I do things better or how can I think differently about this? Because this state of discomfort is either going to kill me or it's going to kill the relationship or both of us. I've met so many people over the years who have suffered through food addiction issues, the comfort eater, because instead of dealing with the discomfort and pain, they turn inward and they eat lots 
of carbohydrates, which activates neuropeptide Y, which helps regulate our metabolism. And it also releases serotonin, which is a calming mood stabilizer. So have you noticed why some people, after they start eating copious amounts of bread and pasta and whatever, they just seem cooler and at ease? Well, that's the wonderful neuropeptide Y, right? That's causing the serotonin release, okay? The neurotransmitter that is a mood stabilizer. When we don't allow ourselves to accept reality on its terms, right? We evade it, avoid it. We inadvertently cause ourselves to not be able to control our emotive states. So when we're feeling angry, oh Lord, everyone back off. Someone's going to blow. That's what happens when we have dysregulation with our emotions. And so our ability to be able to recognize our emotions, to have an action, a game plan is empowering. Not so we're not going to be able to be avoided by our friends, our families, our employees, our coworkers, or whoever, because we're going to be like a geyser that's going to blow no matter if we get, we get bad news. We've been known for that. We're going to be at ease. We're going to be cool. We're going to be calm. We're going to be collected. We're going to have a plan. And so when everything is going haywire, people come to us because we got solutions. And the solutions happen when you're able to pause, to reflect, and to see what you want to happen next that will help not just you, but everyone around you. Use that moment of anger to be solution-oriented instead of problem-focused. Because that, my dear, is going to help you get to that next level in your business and with your kids of your community, that is going to change everything. That's going to be a total game changer. And I want you to dial into that because people are looking to you right now for leadership. They're looking to you right now for inspiration. And you can only inspire when you show people that you can go above and beyond those instinctual, reactive, emotive states. Now, let's just kind of recap everything that we've talked about. You know, this whole idea of anger is a blessing. It's a call of action. It's allowing you to be able to recognize, okay, just because my emotions are telling me something, I don't have to instantly react to them. And my feelings are based on my perception of my reality, how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, if I'm not feeling my needs are being met psychologically, spiritually, okay, mentally. That's some cue for me that some needs need to be taken into consideration. And then based on all of that, I need to come to some form of action plan where I'm able to communicate with love with not just for myself right recognizing that I'm a human being that also needs respect and love but being able to communicate with others and once we're able to see this as a call to action we are not reacting where we want to fight or flight or fawn or flop or some type of animalistic way. We're able to act appropriately where 
all parties, including ourselves, went. And so as you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself, is there some part of your life right now or many parts of your life that needs that introspection so that you can be able to act in accordance with your values, to have integrity, and to use this to grow, not just in your business, but all areas of your life. Take that next step, whatever that looks like. I gave amazing attitude as a resource. I don't care how you do it, but take that next action step because people are looking for you for inspiration and hope. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for our time with one another. If you like this podcast, make sure that you share it with somebody else. And if you have any questions, be sure to reach out with me, info.denisegeetly.com slash connect. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.